3: 179 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Friday, everyone. We have a ton to get to today, guys. The weekend is upon us. It's going to be another huge weekend of college football, uh, as well as NFL. Obviously, we have two big games tonight in college football, SMU Tulane, BYU-Houston. Uh, it was an absolutely thrilling game last night, Georgia State and Arkansas State. Uh, unfortunately, uh, those of us on the dog there, Sharp move, plus five to plus three and a half, Georgia State. They had a lead late. Uh, they blew it, gave up a late touchdown. So uh, that was a rough one if he took the points. Uh, however, talk about a sweatless over. We've a couple. We've had a couple sweatless overs lately. Remember that Dodger game? They scored 11 runs in the first inning. Uh, how about this game? We talked about this total is like 71 and a half up to 72. Got up to even 73 after we talked on the pod. Uh, and it wasn't a hugely lopsided total. We saw such a high number, the public was kind of split on it. Yet we saw it rise and rise. So this is a kind of a good example of you know just because the totals high doesn't mean you automatically should lean under, or if it's low you should automatically lean over. Um, that sort of mentality I think is not going to serve you well. Look at the number and look at how it moves. That's really really the key because you know the public saw such a massive number and that scared them off. But us we saw uh, two you know really fast paced offenses um, and, and that total rising even though it was kind of a split um, split type bet count. Uh, so they combined 59-52. Uh, can you believe it? 111 points. So it sailed over by, uh, what, I'm, I'm bad at math, what, 25, 30 points, something like that. Uh, but, yeah, split that one, guys. We do have two big games tonight we'll talk about. Uh, I want to remind everyone we do have the Lombardi line coming up this weekend. It is my favorite part of the week, getting to the weekend. That's when really the fun begins, uh, breaking down numbers, breaking down games, looking at late sharp action, late movement. So I want to invite everyone to join us on the Lombardi line tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time until noon as well as Sunday, uh, 10 a.m. until noon. We'll be on Nessun. We'll live stream on VEASAN. Uh, tomorrow is a huge college football day, uh, NFL on Sunday. So I am pumped. I'm jacked. I'm excited. Big, big weekend ahead. Uh, we also have two MLB games today. I'm still waiting on the Dodgers-Atlanta line. Uh, still uh, looking at Houston, Tampa Bay, though. We do have some numbers on that. Um, it was a up and down yesterday day, guys. Uh, you know, I'm still annoyed by the Dodgers, man. Uh, it annoys me how Atlanta beat was such a contrarian play with a plus money payout. Everything was lined up perfectly for the Dodgers, both pro and Joe, um, with a line move. And uh, when, when you know it, Atlanta cashes bigly. So that one hurt. Um, I did take the under in Tampa Bay-Houston. I don't know if anyone else did, but it got to 9.5. And, and once it was 9.5, I really started to see a ton of smart money pour in on the under 9.5. So I took a shot on that. Uh, that was able to hit, luckily. Um, and then also Houston. I don't know if you took Houston late, but that was kind of a line freeze, where Tampa Bay was getting a slight majority of bets. But yet it was minus 135 Tampa and pretty pretty much stayed minus 135. Remember that was a late game where you know we were waiting for the data to come in. And uh, again, the key to me is uh, really looking at with a line freeze, heavy betting one side yet the line doesn't move or it slightly dips down toward that unpopular team. That's up with Houston. Um, and now we now we got a couple series here, guys. Uh, it is now three to two. Houston uh, is now uh, only down one game here. If they win today, they force a game seven. And Dodgers-Atlanta, Dodgers are on the brink. I'm worried about my Dodgers series prices. Uh, I'm worried, guys. Um, we're going to have to see what happens here. But now Atlanta's up 3-1. to one. Uh, And that was a very sharp under in that second game, the Atlanta game. And uh, unfortunately went went over that one. But, um, you know, we've had so many winning days. that last night was kind of the first uh, down night or losing night or, um, you know, slightly in the negative. So we're just going to keep grinding like we always do. That's the name of the game when you're betting on sports. You just got to stick with it and stick to the process. Um, but with that being said, guys, a big, big day today. Um, we are going to talk the two football games, the two baseball games. I have some bonus UFC. I'm talking UFC, baby. My guy Gamble and Lose got a great article in Points for Weekly, and I've been looking at my model. Uh, you know, my model is very simple. I want fighters who are younger, who have a longer reach, who are taller, and who have line movement in their favor. And if I can check off all those boxes, those are, uh, those are bouts that I get down on. So uh, stay tuned, uh, second half of the pod. I got, uh, I think I got four plays for you guys. So get ready. Uh, we'll talk about Zombie, one of the best names in all of UFC, uh, Chan Sung Jung, uh, aka Zombie. It's going to be a great headline there. Uh, but if if uh, if you haven't gotten it yet, you got to get points for it weekly. So you hear me talk about it all the time, but we do have so much going on at VSIN, um, and it's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of um, you know what we offer. You know, the pod to me, uh, that's really where I take a lot of pride in, and I want to be able to. Um, you know, get you guys uh, started here and break down games and help you beat some closing lines. Uh, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. We have so much more that we offer here at VSIN. So we have a special going on right now. It's $130. It's $129.99, one time payment. But it covers you with our all access membership, our VSIN football midseason special, uh, now until the Super Bowl. So if you're interested, sign up. This is the best way to save money. Get everything we offer. We do have a seven day free trial just to make sure you like it to begin with. But it'll get you everything that we offer here. You know, it's going to get you every points to weekly magazine, which uh, the UFC picks from Gamble and Lou will pay for itself. Uh, and it will get you all the live uh, streaming of all the programming and all the replays, the best bet after an email from all the guests and hosts, um, all our exclusive offers um, and, and signups and bonuses from different sports books. Uh, so go to uh, vison.com slash subscribe to get in on that offer. Uh, and then also make sure you sign up for the newsletter. The newsletter is the best way to just stay plugged in for free. It costs nothing. For free, uh, plugged into everything that is going on in the sports betting universe, recaps from the night before, promos and discounts and subscription offers for different sports books, sign-up bonuses, uh, referrals, all that. Plus, you'll get my, uh, my email, my uh, Market Insights column, kind of getting you started off. Uh, when you get when you make your coffee and your scrambled eggs and your French toast, you can open it up and see what we're looking at for uh, for Sharp Moves today. So uh, sign up for free, vsun.com newsletter. And then remember, guys, always on Twitter. Get on Twitter. Twitter is a tool that sports bettors use to their advantage. Uh, and to me, it's uh, it's really, really important being able to follow uh, breaking news, breaking injuries, follow local reporters for local teams. Who uh, that's a that's a, a big wise guy thing. Wise guys love reading the the paper clippings of the local teams uh, to get the color and, and get more info and uh, kind of get some information. You know, who's who's struggling, who's doing well. You pick up on little things by following. Uh, the local reporters, and they do a great job. So on Twitter you can find out you know, pretty much every team and follow them and get some information. Um, but also uh, you can stay plugged into Vsin and what we're doing and what I'm doing. So just follow at VSIM Live and also follow me at Josh underscore Insights. And remember, if you ever want to reach out to me, uh, long, maybe uh, longer form, you want to say hello, introduce yourself, you want to talk games, you want to talk betting strategy, you got booted from five times, you need to get a new book, I'm here for you. Uh, I'm always here to help you guys. That that is my goal and that is my job. I take a lot of pride in that. So you can always email me, whatever it may be—question, comment, suggestion. Uh, josh at vsin.com. And I uh, and I, I may be a little slow to reply, but I will always reply. And my goal is to help you guys any way that I can. So hit me up anytime. With that being said, welcome to Fade the Public Friday, guys. Let's get after it. So, I'm stoked for these football games tonight. Uh, there's two of them, SMU, Tulane, BYU, Houston. I'm seeing some good value on both. Uh, I am a little bitter about last night. I did get my over, which was nice, Cash the over in the third third quarter, which is uh, fantastic. Uh, but Georgia State let me down. They were up. Um, that game, like, it was great for the over, but Jesus Christ, could that neither team play any defense? It's like every play is like playing. I remember when I was at UVM, we played Madden all the time. Uh, and I always joked, you know, I, I was always the Patriots and, Uh, My buddy was from Chicago. He was always the Bears, and I would always bomb it to Randy Moss. Uh, This was back in the day, and uh, it would always piss off my my roommates. But uh, I just had flashbacks to that. It was like, does anyone play defense? Do you play any cover two? Like, do you have any safeties? It's just big play after big play after big play, which is, again, great for the over. But on Georgia State, I'm like, can you guys stop them ever? Like, ever can you stop them? So whatever. They lost by seven. Uh, That was a sharp play to Georgia State, but we're getting it back tonight. Uh, so looking at these couple games here, first one. Let's talk about um, SMU and Tulane. So this is your um, early game here. This is um, a seven, a what is it? Six o'clock game. So what are we, what are we seeing across the market um, for this spot here? Number one, the only two games tonight, they'll both be very, very heavily bet. But just some overarching trends here. SMU is four zero. Oh, they're ranked 17th. Um, Tulane is two and two. So right off the bat, guys, foundational things that we talk about in college football. Uh, An undefeated team, automatic. So what does the public look for when they bet college football? Uh, Because to me, college football, you know, it's a little – in ways it's easier, but also in other ways it's tougher than the NFL just because you don't have as much information or, um, you know, you don't really know as much. There's only 30 teams NFL. There's, you know, like 100 or more in college uh, football. There's, you know, fewer this year with some cancellations for seasons. But um, basically what I'm getting at is uh, the public will always look at the record of the teams and the rankings. And we can really, really take advantage of that. So SMU is 4-0. They're undefeated and they're ranked 17th. Tulane's two 2-2 two and, two, and they're unranked. So right off the bat, without knowing anything else about how the line opened, where it moved, yada, 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 uh, automatically public says, give me SMU. Because they're ranked and because they have a, a an undefeated record. Um, so we do have two-thirds of bets on SMU. But what I like here is I think you have value on Tulane, ideally at plus 7. This game opened SMU a 7-point road favorite. They're getting two-thirds of bets, six o'clock game, very heavily bet game, and this line is down to six and a half. You know, some books even open closer to seven and a half, even some eights, and we call the seven a true opener, but um, either way, all this line movement has been down toward Tulane. So that, that's just a classic sharp reverse line. Public's all over SMU, but Tulane, line is moving in their favor. Um, I would hold out, you know, every book I'm looking now is minus six and a half, minus 110, so I would wait it out. You know, if you start to see... The juice on the six and a half, the plus six and a half, you know, go to minus one fifteen, minus one twenty. It looks like it's falling to six. Then you probably want to hop on the six and a half. If it looks like it's juiced up the other way and it might go to seven, like I got, I grabbed the seven. Um, I grabbed it yesterday, and you know, uh, to me, that's the that's the top number in terms of uh, you know just across the market. But I would hold out again. You know, walk the tightrope, see if you can get a seven. That's really really key. Um, if you look at kind of just some you know, no more high level stuff, SMU, uh 44 points a game offense, giving up 23 on defense. Tulane, they've rotated wins and losses. Uh, they've just fell to Houston 49-31, which by the way, I love Houston in the next game. Um and Tulane is averaging 37, giving up 31. But yeah, this is a sharp play to me, uh, with Tulane. It is a contrarian play in a heavily bet game. Uh you have sharp reverse line move, all liability and movement has been toward Tulane. You also get Tulane uh unranked versus ranked. Um, and you also have uh, so far this season, even though the favorite covered last night, uh, I call them COVID dogs. Uh, it'd Be a great name of a band. But the COVID dogs, underdogs this year, uh, 61% covering the number. So that's been a benefit. Um, so I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Tulane, ideally at plus seven tonight. Um, this would also matches a system I really like. Uh, it's called bad ATS versus good ATS. So you know the Green Wave, Tulane, they're one in three ATS, and SMU is three and one ATS. So an average Joe sees that and says, "Okay, Tulane is not covering and SMU is, so give me the team that covers." But that's built into the cake. That's built into the bias, and you can actually buy low on bad ATS versus good ATS and extract more value. So that is why I like the um, uh, I like to buy low in those situations. Uh, this is another really really sharp under though. Um, the total open at 69 at some shops. It's all the way down to 65, 64 and a half. So this number is falling. This is a really, really big weather play. Uh, Yeoman Stadium uh, in New Orleans in NOLA where Tulane plays. Uh, it's going to be partly cloudy, 70 degrees, but 15 mile an hour winds. So very, very uh, windy situation here. That's why you're seeing this line fall a ton. Um, I worry a little bit it's fallen so much you're, you're losing some value at this point, uh, but it's been very clear play to the under. Uh, Tulane is 3-1 and one to the over, SMU 3-1 and one to the under. So um, again, that, that total is clearly sharp to the under. You have Heavy betting on the over, yet it fell, and it's a windy underplay. I just worry a little bit that you lost some value now that it's down uh, to 65. Um, but but uh, two-lane plus plus seven to me is really the value play. Uh, my favorite play of the night, though, BYU and Houston. I see a ton of value on Houston here, guys. I wrote about this one in the newsletter as well, but um, think of it this way. BYU, dominant. 4-0, they're ranked 14th. Um, they are 4-0 straight up, 3-1 ATS. The Cougars um, have beaten their opponents by an average margin, average score of 44-11. to 11. So BYU has just absolutely rolled this year. Houston is 1-0. And you say, BYU's played four games. How is Houston only 1-0? and Houston had a bunch of positive COVID tests early in the season, and they had to delay the start of their season. So they made their debut, actually, last week against Tulane. Uh, how ironic, you know? We just talked about Tulane, but... Uh, they beat them 49 31. Remember, they were down in that game. I actually had two lanes of the points in that one. I was looking good, and then Houston rolled second half. I actually covered at six and a half there. Um, but what I like here is uh, a really, really good inflated contrarian value play on Houston. So public's all over BYU, about two thirds of bets. Um, depending on where this line opens, some books open BYU minus three, others open closer to like minus four and a half. But you have heavy betting on BYU. Again, ranked team, undefeated, Um, and this line got up to uh, 5, and when it got to 5, you saw a flood of smart money hit Houston plus 5. Like, literally across the board, all these books um, got hit the second they got to 5, which caused this line to either stay at 5 or come down to 4.5. I've seen a ton of smart money indicators on Houston plus 5 across the market, and to me, Houston is a really good buy-low play because they're a good team, but they just because of COVID, they've only played one game, and they're unranked. And I bet you Houston will be ranked pretty soon, especially if they can pull off the upset here. Um, but this is a contrarian live dog to me. Uh, sell high on BYU, buy low on Houston. Uh, so I grabbed Houston plus five. I would shop around and see if you can get uh, a five in that spot there. That would also be a, you know unranked versus ranked, a COVID dog match. Um, that would all uh, all line up there for you. Um, look at this one here. Uh, and again, Houston is contrarian in a 9:30 game. Heavily bet. It's going to be a really, really high ticket count game. So even better there. Um, the the unders also getting hit in this one. Uh, Two thirds of bets on the over. And the total open 63, 62 and a half. It's now down to 60 and a half, 61, 60 and a half. So uh, it hasn't moved as much as that Tulane game. But um, another uh, another under getting hit in that one. Uh, the under is three and one in BYU games this year. Uh, Houston's only game went over. Um, but, again, the public sees a couple high-scoring offenses where BYU is averaging 44 and Houston's only game they scored 49. Says automatically gonna me the over. But yet this line is falling. So maybe we get a little bit of a high-scoring game. And I did see right before the pod, um, we're actually looking at it now, Houston got hit again, plus 5, and I saw another under move at under 61. So just keep an eye out for that. Um, it's not a huge weather play. It's about 8-mile-an-hour winds. Uh, Maybe that's more a stylistic type thing with BYU playing these lower games. Uh, But, yeah, guys, two big games tonight, two really good contrarian value plays with a reverse line move and an inflated line. Tulane and Houston, a little under money as well. Uh, But that's going to wrap up the first half of the pod. Got our college football games tonight. Spoke about them, examined some line movement. We're going to take a very, very short break. Um, When we get back, we're going to hit on a little bit of baseball, uh, a little bit of MMA. Stay tuned for some MMA plays. And then we're going to update some uh, some moves across college football and NFL as we get ready for our uh, our big weekend ahead here, NFL Week 6, and another week of college football. So stick with us. Also talk a little teasers. Uh, any teasers we can go through, double, uh, two key numbers, we'll hit on that as well. Uh, and there are a couple of college games as I'm looking at now getting it I want to let you guys know about. So stay tuned, stick with us. Don't go anywhere. After a very short break, we will be right back and we'll finish up the Friday edition, the Fade the Public Friday edition of the VCN Market Insights Podcast with me, your host, the guy you sweat games with and track line moves with, Josh Applebaum. We'll be right back, guys.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like You see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came my room crying tears.
1: Crying tears. <laughs> I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember
2: what you I know? told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You didn't admit it. <laughs>
3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio
0: app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All right, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. So we are entering the second half of the pod today on a Friday. Get ready for a big weekend ahead. Um, uh, what, what are we looking at here for Major League Baseball? So two games today, uh, Houston-Tampa Bay. Remember, Tampa Bay cashes his dog last night as a kind of a sharp line freeze. And that game that game did go uh, under, which was nice. Um, if any of you guys were, were hitting that over, when, or sorry, the under one was nine and a half to nine. It kept kind of going back and forth. To me, that's kind of a teachable moment as well when you're betting MLB totals. That was nine, nine and a half, nine, nine and a half. Every time it went up, it came back down. So what does that tell you? It tells you that the nine and a half kept getting hit. That's the that's the sort of thing that that uh, you want to kind of you know use to your advantage moving forward. It kind of lets you know where the liability is. Uh, but looking at this game here, it is now 3 2. So Tampa Bay was up 3 0. They've lost two in a row. Houston wins tonight. They force a game seven. And we all know anything's possible in a game seven. Don't let the Sox win tonight because we got Pedro, we got Schilling, we got Derek Lowe coming up. I think that's the mantra for Houston here. Um looking at this game, it is Snell against Valdez. Um, as of right now, you have a uh, little more than half the tickets, a little less than two thirds on Tampa Bay. We've seen a little bit of a move toward Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay opened around minus-126. They are now up to minus-135. So a little bit of a line movement in their favor. Um, I am in playoff favorites, even though you had a good day yesterday for dogs. They went 2-0. They're still 27-9 and 15-64% and there uh, so far this postseason. So lot, both of these games, like we don't really have lines for the Dodger game yet. And Houston-Tampa Bay just kind of opened. As of now, I'm leaning toward Tampa Bay. I did see them get hit kind of right off the bat, moving that number uh, a little bit further in their favor. Um, looking at the total as well, uh, looking a little bit to the under here. It's, it opened at 8. All these books are juicing up the under, minus 115, uh, so liability to the under. This would match our playoff unders when it's 7.5 or higher. That's 21 and 15 this postseason, uh, so that would match as well. Maybe we get another low-scoring game here. Did see some sharp movement on the under. Uh, wind is blowing in Petco Park, uh, kind of heavy early and it's going to tail off a little bit, but five to 10 miles an hour blowing in uh, under system under liability. So uh, if you're worried about Houston or, you know, if you're again, to me, it's like uh, yesterday, I'm kind of kicking myself. Like, um, you know, both those dogs I was able to get Houston, but I guess Atlanta was the one that really annoyed me um, because I was a contrarian dog with a big payout, but I just, I really like that spot for the Dodgers didn't come through, unfortunately. Um, But what I'm getting at is Houston is contrarian today. But this line movement is showing some liability to Tampa Bay. So um, if you're worried about that, uh, to me, the under, if you want to make a play. I wish we could get the 8.5 of the hook, but still the under there, uh, checking off a few boxes. So uh, keep an eye out for that one. Um, and again, Dodgers, Atlanta, really don't have any lines open for that yet. So i have to track that and see how it's going. Uh, it does look like a couple. I see two that actually just came out uh, in the high 200s, minus 220 for the Dodgers. Keep an eye out for that. If anything, you may be able to buy low on Atlanta. I have a dog-off-a-win system with a big payout, but i um, keeping an eye out for that one, too. Uh, let's f- uh, flip it over to MMA, though, because I love talking MMA. And, yesterday, and uh, last weekend, we went 3-0 with our uh, MMA pod plays. We have to make that a thing: hashtag MMA pod plays. Uh, but we got to talk, number one, about the headliner here: Chan Sung Jung, zombie against Brian Ortega. Uh, so my guy Gamble and Lou wrote a fantastic article about this. Um, and long story short, he's on Zombie uh, Chan Sung Jung. So my first play uh, of this uh, of this Saturday night bout is going to be um, Zombie uh, Chan Sung Jung. I-, I like this value here with him, and uh, I love that Gamble and Lou has him as a winner here. You know the- this line opened around minus one eighty five to Jan Sung, and now it is up to uh, around minus two hundred. So that line is moving in his favor. Um, you also look at kind of the stats here. He is four years older, which I don't like. He's 33, and Ortega's 29. Um, but to me, the big advantage with Sung is the reach. His reach is 72 inches, whereas Ortega is 69. And I really like leaning on uh, Gamble and Lou here. He, he has a great article about it. Um, the intrigue is how Ortega, and this is from Gamble and Lou's article, just so you get a taste of what you would get if um, you know if you signed up for uh, – the uh, the Points Per Weekly magazine. Uh, but the intrigue is how Ortega will manage a much more complete fighter in Jung. Jung will be able to compete with Ortega on the floor, but will strive to utilize his 77% effective takedown defense to prevent the fight from getting there. Jung must manage space against Ortega, and though he's the shorter fighter, um, so if I look at height, he's one inch shorter, so I don't like that. I wish he was taller. Um, but he'll own a three-inch reach advantage. That will allow him to target strikes and kicks on an opponent who permits an exorbitant 7.3 significant strikes per minute. Um, I believe it's quite possible that Ortega's movie star looks, his best, his beer commercials, and his exposure he received from working with Halle Berry just after his Edgar domination will have the market reacting favorably to Ortega. So kind of, I like that kind of spin there because um, that kind of talks about going contrarian and not falling into the kind of the hype. Um, so Game One Lou recommends Jung inside the distance. You can get that plus 100. Uh, it's his best recommendation. And also Jung minus 170 as leg one of a two-team parlay uh, can be used for those who can't obtain the inside-the-distance number there. Uh, but long story short, uh, I'm I'm all in on Zombie. Give me Zombie. Uh, lay the minus 200. And remember, in, uh, in UFC, a lot of these favorites do well, about 70% uh, winning the bouts. Um, let's keep on cruising. I got a couple more for you. Uh, I have an over... Uh, An over, let me find you, these names are sometimes hard. So this is Robertson. Um, These are two female fighters, Jillian Robinson and Polana Botelho. Um, I'm looking at the over in this one. So Robertson and Botelho, the total is uh, rounds one and a half. um, And I'm taking the over here. So what I like about this over, uh, number one, and and again, some totals are one and a half, some are two and a half. Uh, This one's one and a half. I like right off the bat looking at juice with these totals. I've had some good success looking at where the juice liability is. Um, But the total, one and a half, open around minus 125. It's now up to minus 140. So the liability is to the over. Uh, And let me ask you, you know, what average Joe betters are betting? Poliana, Botello, and Jillian Robertson over. So to me, this is really all smart money coming in. Uh, What I like about these fighters, um, their weight, they're both uh, around 120 pounds. And I've seen – and kind of just from my experience here, you know, doing this every weekend for uh, since the pandemic began, I like targeting overs in fighters that are that are kind of light that are, you know, these are what they call flyweights. So with with men, it's like any fighters under 150 pounds, women like anyone, uh, any fighters under 125, typically, um, historically, they lead to a lot of overs. So I'm looking and I also uh, so two things I do just to give you guys a, uh, a little breakdown. I read Gamble and Lou. Uh, that's my number one. I also really like Reed Kuhn. If you go to um, Twitter and you type in Fightnomics, um, Gamble and Lou turned me on to him, but uh, if you type in uh, at Fightnomics, um, Reed Kuhn does a great breakdown. You can check his Twitter. He's got um, kind of projections, and he's got uh, matchups, and I really like looking at his stuff too. So I read Reed's, Reed Kuhn's stuff, Gamble and Lou stuff, but then I, I two more links I go to. I just go to Google and type in UFC, and you'll get about breakdown of every fight, and you can click on the matchup, and it'll give you tail the tape. So age, height, weight, reach, that's just some basic stuff. Then I like going to the UFC.com site, and when I go there, um, what I like to do is look at more of their metrics um, in terms of, like, obviously, like their, their, um, their bios and kind of their head-to-heads. But another thing I look at is, um, like, submission, TKO, percentage of fights that uh, go the distance, percentage that, um, you know, come up uh, within the distance, that sort of thing, records, um, and, and what they win by. But I look at uh, fight time. So, for example, Robertson and Botello, uh, the average fight time, this is another metric, uh, Botello's average fight time is 850. Um, and uh, Robertson's 549. So, remember, these are five-minute rounds. Um, so, five plus uh, two-and-a-half minutes, that would, that would get you the – um, they'll get up to seven and a half, and that would—that's what you need. You need to go through. If you got the over one and a half, you got to get through the first round, and then you got to break the two-minute thirty mark of the second round. So Botello's averaging, you know, uh, you know, well into the second round here. Robertson's a little bit shorter, but again, I like the juice to the over, uh, and I like the the lighter, um, you know, the, the the girl fighters, women fighters under 125 pounds going over. Um, with heavyweights, they can go under because like one punch they can get knocked out. So long story short, um, the over with Botello and Robertson, over one and a half, also a zombie. And then the other one I'm looking at is Amanda Chikagan, uh, Amanda Chikagan, or Caitlin Kuchagan, uh against Jessica Andrade. So I'm actually looking at Gamble. Gamble and Lou agrees with me. Um, I'm looking at Chikagan as possibly an underdog. If you're looking to get a little a little feisty here, um, Chikagan doesn't have great line movement in her favor. Um, this has gone to Andrade uh, around minus 130 to minus 150. So if you want if you want to lay off this one, I totally get it. But what I like about this one, um, it's your uh, co-main event, women's flyweight. Um, Chikagan's 31, Andrade's 29, so she's two years older. But Chikagan is way taller. She's 5'8", Andrade is 5'1". Uh, Chikagan's reach is 68 inches, and Andrade's is 62 inches. So Chikagan has a huge advantage with height and with reach, Um, And Gamble and Lou likes her as a live dog. So if you want to take a shot here, uh, that's going to be maybe one of my few dogs uh, of this Saturday slate, Chikagan, around plus 130. I also like the over in that one. Uh, The over, it's a little pricey. It's 2.5, but it opened over, minus 225. Now it's minus 250. Uh, And these women here, um, their average fight times, uh, Chikagan's like 15 minutes. Andrade is about 10.5 minutes. Um, But that's one I'm looking at too, uh, the over in that one. So, uh zombie uh Beleto Robertson over Chikagan as a live dog and Chikagan um and uh Andrade to the over as well and uh, I'll be around so I'll be sweating more bouts if you have any uh, um if you want to hit me up on Saturday night when the drinks are flowing when we're betting on game betting on bouts uh, let me know I will be around um but yeah that uh that now finishes up our our our, our MMA UFC edition Um, With that being said, real quick here, let's fly through some of these games looking uh, at tomorrow. One game I wanted to mention to you guys, um, Auburn, South Carolina, seeing some value on South Carolina. Um, The key here to me is getting the hook, the 3.5. Open Auburn, minus 3.5, and and it looks or 3 or minus 3.5, but basically the 3.5 is going to come back down to 3. So if you like South Carolina, South Carolina would match as a – um, unranked, first ranked, contrarian opportunity at home, a COVID dog, uh, a conference matchup. I, I think it's important to get the hook the three and a half before it falls to three. So keep an eye out for that one. Um, also, uh, one of my favorite games this weekend, Mississippi and Arkansas. Seeing some great movement to Arkansas. Mississippi getting a majority of bets here. Um, but you've seen this line go Mississippi minus three on the road down to two and a half. Some looks are even down to one and a half or two. So pretty sharp move there. Uh, toward Arkansas. Still looking at Wake Forest. Uh, that open Virginia minus three on the road. They're getting majority bets. It's down to two and a half. So keep an eye on Wake. Um, also looking Mississippi State. Uh, big majority on Texas A&M off that big uh, big win over the Gators. But line is now down. Open around six. It's down to five. Um, so keep an eye out for Mississippi State. Uh, obviously, we all feel good if we jumped on Georgia. Uh, got them six and a half. It's now down to four and a half. Uh, as of now, the game is still on. Saban tested positive. Um, just keep an eye out for that one. Uh, love beating the closing number there. Southern Miss had a move, low-back low, uh, low back game at UTEP, but Southern Miss um, has really, really risen around minus 4.5 to minus 6.5 with that one. Big move toward Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is a very fade-the-trendy dog. Uh, Public's on BC as a dog, but you've seen um, Va Tech go minus 10.5 to minus 13, even though Public is betting uh, Boston College. So keep an eye out for uh, Virginia Tech in that one. Um, just running through the board here as well. Uh, North Texas is interesting. They're at Middle Tennessee State. Low bet game, uh, but North Texas open as depending on where you're looking, about a seven point dog, maybe even higher. It's down to six and a half. Let's keep an eye on North Texas in that one. Um, and then, are there any others? Just flying through the board here. Let's see before we move on to NFL. That might be about it for now. Um, oh, Liberty-Syracuse. Syracuse is getting hit a little bit. Um, Liberty open as a three-point three, three point favorite on the road, three-and-a-half. It's now down to three. You're going to two-and-a-half. So it's like Cuse is getting a little money there at home. And crazy movement, Navy-East Carolina. This one is crazy. Navy open minus three. The line flipped all the way to East Carolina, minus one, and then it came back the other way again with Navy minus three. So if you get East Carolina plus three at home, that one's intriguing to me, but that movement is just totally insane. Um, and then Pittsburgh, Miami, Florida. Uh, that's another fade, the trendy dog public is on pit, but line is moving minus 10 and a half to minus 13 and a half for Miami, Florida. So keep an eye on that one. And then NFL. Um, love the bears. Bears remind me of um, Panthers going to the Falcons last week. Open at Carolina uh, minus three. It's down to one and a half or one. I'm looking at the bears as a money line play. Uh, So really digging that one. I'm looking at Houston at Tennessee. Uh, Houston, after they fired their coach, they got a win. This line opened uh, minus three or minus three and a half, and it's kind of stayed the same for Tennessee. So Houston matches a road division dog. Um, Love Washington, plus three. I would jump on the three if you can get it. It's going down to two and a half at some shops. Cleveland, very sharp. Uh, Pittsburgh opened minus four and a half, down to three and a half, even touched three at some shops. It's gross, but I will be on the Philadelphia Eagles, plus 7.5, super contrarian against Baltimore. Um, you did see a move towards Cincinnati at uh, at the Colts. Um, they open some books for like a 9 opener. It's down to about 7.5. Uh, also, the Jets in Miami, big move there toward Miami, 8-9. to nine. Uh, All my data says take the Jets, but you can't make me do it. I won't do it. Uh, maybe my favorite game or my last two favorite games of the week, love Tampa Bay. Uh, you talked about Green Bay, uh, one of the slop plays of the week. Um, they were minus one and a half or minus two. Line is now down to minus one or a pick them. So it's coming back here with Tampa Bay. Let's go, Brady. Uh, and then San Fran took them plus three and a half. Try to grab the hook if you can. We talked about that, the importance of uh, Sunday night contrarian, get the hook, divisional dog opportunity with San Fran. Uh, and then we'll be back on Monday. So we'll talk KC Buffalo. But, uh, wow, I'm just noticing this. KC has gone to four and a half or five. Wow! over the past, what, since yesterday, since last night. Looks like some big steam just hit KC. Minus 3.5 up to minus 5. So uh, I'll probably be on Buffalo buying low plus 5 in that spot. And then love Dallas Cowboys at home. Uh, Contrarian reverse line move. uh, Opened at Cardinals minus 3. It's all the way down to minus 1, minus 1.5. So uh, following that smart money there with Dallas. Uh, But there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. We're grinding like we always do. it's been a fantastic week. A little down yesterday, but overall, uh, we're reading the market great. Um, continue to crush NFL. Let's get some college wins. Let's keep hitting MLB. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, um, we have college basketball coming up soon, so get ready. I don't have a number for you, but I think 30-some-odd 30, 30 days were away, maybe like 37 days, something like that. But I cannot wait to incorporate college hoops. Uh, and, of course, UFC. Who's ready to bite in? Who's ready to sweat the bouts? Guillotine choke, anaconda. Hammer fist, get ready. I can't wait for uh, for tomorrow night. Uh, But once again, guys, uh, if you enjoy the pod, if the pod is helping you make smart bets, if you've learned something, if you've learned how to identify sharp action, uh, if you're making good money, if if sports betting is much more enjoyable because uh, you're winning more than you're losing and you want to let me know that uh, you appreciate the work that I do and you enjoy the pod and you want to make me happy and you want to make my publishers happy uh, and you want to make my day, there's one thing you can do. Buy my book. Tell a friend, uh, holidays are coming up sooner rather than later. It's a great stocking stuffer. Um, if you got a, a friend, a parent, someone, you know, uh, who bets on sports, but always loses and needs a little help, do me a favor, recommend my book, buy my book. It's called the everything guide to sports betting available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, uh, working in uh, sports betting for the past decade. Um, bankroll management, how lines are set, how to go contrarian, how to identify sharp action, how to shop for the best line. Um, how to, uh, how to place a bet in person or online, everything, tips and strategies, all the major sports. So if, you're, if you want to make my day, make me happy, buy my book, tell a friend, give it five stars and a good review on Amazon. It would all mean so much to me. Uh, but thank you, everyone. Have a good day. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money and never against it. Shop for the best number, beat the closing line, and just grind. Grind, grind, grind. That is the name of the game in sports betting. Don't get too high. Don't get too low, even keeled, and and my, see my hand here. It never shakes. It never shakes. Uh, I screwed that up, but I wanted to, that's from The Departed, uh, that Leo move that Leo uh, when he says my hand it never shakes. That's what you got to be when you want to be a sports better. Uh, but I will see you at the window this weekend at the Borgata in Atlantic City, or at Twin River in Rhode Island, or at the Brook uh, about 20 minutes north of me across the border in New Hampshire, or the South Point in uh, in Vegas, or. Uh, or, you know, the new Circa, outside with the pool, sipping pina coladas uh, and betting on sports and, uh, and the, looking at the big screens. Um, I can't wait for that. By the way, the 27th is the opening of Circa, and I'll uh, we'll be live streaming on VEASAN. So that is um, a week. It's about 10 days away. That's that's Tuesday the 27th, so get ready, guys. Uh, but good luck this weekend. Uh, stick with it. Stick to the process. Keep grinding, flat betting. Uh, make smart bets with your head and not your heart. And I will see you on Lombardi Line this weekend. And I will see you, uh, if not, uh, back on Monday to begin another week. So, good luck, everyone. Be safe, be smart, cash your plays, and have a great weekend. I'll see you soon. Good luck.